0: With diverse flora and fauna, magnificent natural landscapes, and an ecological biosphere that supports life, this wondrous planet is our earthly home. From our animal co-inhabitants to the lush rainforest and life-giving soil, we cherish all these as gifts from the Creator. It is a common theme in the world's major faiths that during our temporary stay here, we should be good stewards of Mother Earth. Throughout the years, Supreme Master Ching Hai has shared the message of leading a balanced life while following a spiritual path. Not only must we nourish our spirits, but we share the responsibility to care for nature and our fellow beings. In light of recent scientific evidence stressing the grave state of our planet caused by climate change, Supreme Master Ching Hai affirms the important message she has noted for over the past two decades. We must be vegetarian, meaning an animal-free diet, and practice sustainable living.
1: good how are you guys good we're doing really well thank you master you're welcome Um, we prepared a couple questions for you sure sure the first question was master that it seems that the advanced or rich countries are using most of earth's resources right? creating the most meat creating the most pollution or accounting for the major part of global warming right but why does the first wave of victims seem to be in the poor countries, which have done very little harm to our planet, and how does karma work there? Thank you, Master. We are all one. Rich
2: people, poor people, we are one. When your finger get hurt, your body feels hurt too. And the world economy also affected, or everything affected, even it seems like the poor people got it first but because we are all one. So it is arranged like this. So at least the rich ones can help the poor one. And meanwhile they be waking up and then the rich pay in financial contribution, in any case. Suppose all the rich country people got the consequence first, or the rich country collapsed first, then even the poor will also die because no mean for them to be helped at all. But if the rich country are not waken up and their merit runs out, then it will be their turn soon if they don't change after repeated warning. Remember in the Bible, King David, he did something wrong. Yeah? He killed the husband to take his wife. But then uh, instead of he suffer, his subjects suffer uh, the plague, three days or more. You remember that? Yes, Master. Uh, And God even let him know that it is due to his sin. The thing is like this. uh, Sometimes the father do something wrong, but the children got the blame. And if the children be harmed or get the blame or get hurt, That's even more painful for the father. That's a great answer. Thank you, Master. I am so sorry that the poor have to get it hit. I really am sorry. But suppose all the rich country get hit, then we're all doomed. Yes, Master, that makes sense. So this is the mercy of heaven, so that at least the rich country can help the poor country, and they also wake up meanwhile. Then all will be saved. I'm very sorry about this. But anyway, the work of heaven is like that. And by the way, even if the poor, they get hit first, they suffer, but they would have paid their karmic debt, the retribution would have been paid in their part. Then even if they suffer the death, they will go to heaven.
1: Yes, Master, thank you. With the Master's help and blessing, and many brothers' and sisters' selfless service, and other good people's efforts to help save our planet from global warming, we have delayed many months of the point of no return for destruction. This brings great hope to the world. Does that mean that if we continue as we are doing now, the world will be saved? You want me to put a guarantee stamp on it or a coupon or something? We were just wondering if we keep doing what we're doing. Um, Does it look like we'll continue gaining more time? Yes, yes. Good. It's good you're doing what you're doing. But the
2: thing is we cannot uh, force people's will. We can only give them the alternative, the choice, and the conducive advice. And stand by and wait. And so that's what we do. So if you continue the way you're doing, then uh, it will... Get more hope, you see? And if the world population join in vegetarian circle, at least two-thirds of them, and green technology and preserving forests and plant trees, etc., organic farming as well, a fugal lifestyle, every little effort helps along. Yeah? But I want it uh, more so that uh, we have uh, assurance. So keep doing what you're doing. Also, please keep uh, envisioning the positive picture of the good world, the world that you want it to be, where everyone lives in peace, in love, and safety, a vegan world, a heavenly abode, where all beings enjoy life without fear of one another, uh, where all are treated with kindness and due respect. Just envision all that.
3: Hi, Master. Hi. Thank you for
2: being here with us. Thank you for being here with us,
3: (laughs) with me. (laughs) Yes, I have uh, two questions. The first one, recently our initiates have been regularly joining um, New York street fairs and other activities to pass around SOS flyers and we put on bus ads um, and also do uh, vegan cooking demonstration shows, just trying our best to spread the uh, global warming and vegetarian messages. Um, We found many positive changes as we go on. More people are more receptive to the idea of urgency of global warming, um, more people become more vegetarian or more aware of that vegetarian helps. Also, more people like to watch Master TV when we played it on the street. Good. Um, we have also noticed many positive changes in government administration policies. For example, um, New York City Mayor Bloomberg have made good green policies to the city. All the city-owned cars and even taxis are changed to hybrid cars, yes. And lots of trees have been planted within the metro area. Um, There's also a new policy required that every new or reconstructed home must have certain amount of trees planted in the property. So, um, Master, do you think all of these positive changes that we see indicate the rapid growth of conscious level of the people of the world? Um, Is the planet Earth going to become a physical heaven soon? Well, I don't know how soon, but I hope it's
2: very soon. (laughs) I hope what you hope. But uh, all those uh, positive changes... Do indicate, you know, the higher level of uh, consciousness. As the world population become more aware of the ephemeral nature of life and how fragile the planet can be and realizing their lifestyle habits uh, should be changed. So now they begin to treat their environment with respect. They begin to have more vegetarian choice and it's good to see, you know, etc., etc. All that changes is good. And if we hasten this process, there will be heaven on earth. Right. We have more than two years. I hope we can make it. Just change vegetarian diet. How easier can it be? Yes. I do hope we have heaven on earth soon, of course. But if everyone cooperate.
3: Right. Thank you, Master. Another question is... um Obviously, we're gonna try our best to save the planet, but when we first heard that the planet is going to be in danger and may be destroyed in four or five years, many people have mixed feelings. In one hand, it's a pity that many people, especially our young people who may wish to live long, uh, would lose the chance. But on the other hand, um, it would be also a relief if we don't have to be stuck in this suffering physical existence for too long. Since most of the people of the world already um, have been uplifted to third level or above, even after disaster they will be saved. Um, So why is it that we have to save our physical planet which is half broken already Um, Is there any spiritual um, reason that the physical existence on earth is so important?
2: We don't save the physical planet for the sake of the physical planet. We save it for the people, for the people who still want the planet. You must be a new initiate. I'm explaining to you now. First, because third level is not the ultimate level that one should achieve. Second, many are not yet there. Third, because those people who are uplifted to the third level through you know, God's grace, they still want to live and to find out more about God they are on the lowest of the third level, you know, maybe between some, uh, you know, just over the border of the second. So they uh, should be given more chance. Otherwise, it's okay, whatever. As uh, I have mentioned in the teleconference with San Jose Center a few days ago, even if they are just a small number, it's not all that small number. The minority means uh, hundreds of millions. So it's still much suffering, even for one person. The suffering for him is unbearable for that person. If he has to fall into a hellish existence, we save the planet not for us, but for others, who are still in darkness and in helpless situation, in helpless spiritual domain, with no spiritual rock to lean on so they can catch up. Perhaps we wait until the last minute, and we're waiting as long as possible. It's okay for you to say that because you have spiritual protection for Master Power because you are initiated and you are sure you know where you're going. But it's not a compassionate answer for many other people. Suppose your children love that rag doll so much. It's uh, broken and it's full of her saliva and it's dragged all over the, <laughs> you know, the floor since she was born. But she loved that toy. Yeah. If you take it away, she would feel very hurt because that's the only thing she loves, you know, as a child. And uh, she loves it so much because she has been with it a long time and it's so endearing to her. And uh, if you take it away, it's like you take a part of her life. You understand that? Yeah? Even though you you know that it's not very good for her to have such an old doll, but she loves it. Yeah? All you do is try to clean it as much as possible, <laughs> yeah? <laughs> and give it back to her until she grows up. And then she will, you know, throw away herself. Or she keeps it up to her then. All right, darling? Yes. Thank you. I meditate more, okay? (laughs) So that you understand why we have to save the planet. When we say save the planet, we don't mean save the planet. (laughs) We mean save the people on it. And of course they need the planet to live on, okay? For you, you feel so sure now, I guess, and detached from everything here in the world. That I understand. But still we must have compassion for people who still want to stay here. That's one thing. And to wait for them to catch up with the spiritual, you know, progress, yeah, for their evolution. I'm waiting.
4: Yes, Master. Uh, hi, well, I want to tell you something. We love you very much. Hi, I love you too. <laughs> I have two questions too. Um, you have introduced the alignment levels, human quality and novel qualities. Is there people who has high enlightenment level, like fifth level, but not much human uh, quality and noble quality? Or another way, some people have high noble uh, quality, but not high enlightenment level quality. Which one is more important for the whole spiritual journey?
2: If people are on the fifth level, then... High HQ, IQ or NQ will also be a part of their process already before they get there. You see what I mean? It's a process to get there with all that. They develop on, on the way. Yeah. It is important to have high NQ, of course, in order to represent the high level that one has attained inside. They all go together.
4: Yeah. Now, I uh, have another question. Sure. Due to the grace of God, most of humans level has been raised to a high level. How about other species of the planet? Good animals like horse and primitive animals like tiger. Will we continue to have vicious animals on the planet if the planet has been saved? The animals
2: with good NQ or developed more NQ are already on high levels anyway. And, of course, they would be also elevated to a higher realms if they prove to be good while living in this world, if they're good to service to mankind or to their own kind anyway. Even the tigers, if their behaviors are good according to their situation, yes, they can also be elevated to a higher level. And if the planet is saved, we will still have them the so-called vicious animal, but they will also change with time. Uh, They will change in their characters for the better, yeah? If not, there will be a natural
5: uh, elimination. Greetings, Master. Hello. Hello. I have uh, three questions. First question is, um, thanks to Master, most of the Earth people are on the third level of consciousness. Does this mean that all the children born on the planet are on the third level or above, or there are still beings born here from lower levels and uh, like hell- hellish levels, etc.?
2: Not all children born now are on the third level or above. This is a pity, but because there are still uh, the small percentage of humans not yet awakened to that uh, minimum requirement, that uh, lowest uh, third level. So that will affect their offsprings to some degree. And uh, even though through God's mercy the majority have been uplifted to the lower third, they are not changing their lowly habits to suit their status, yet even that. So that also will properly influence their children if they come, in the beginning only. That's why we must still work hard to help them to realize who they are just like a common girl who is elevated to a royal princess status through the grace of the king. She still needs to be groomed into a rigor demeanor. It takes some time.
5: Okay, thank you, Master. You're welcome. Our Earth is on a physical level, and there are many planets, other planets. Uh, Are there any other planets like Earth in the universe? If yes... um, is Earth the least civilized planet? It's a question I've often wondered about.
2: No, no, no. Uh, our Earths are not the least elevated, uh, not least civilized planet. I have talked about that before, but I refresh you. Of course, there are countless planets, likened unto ours, but uh, some of them are even uh, worse off than ours, Yeah. There are more warlike planets, yeah, more hellish-like planets, and uh, the beings who live there suffer fearful existence. You see, those who cause suffering to others in the like manner will be reborn into those scary worlds. Those planets are for the, the beings who are not repentant, yes, who are not heeding the teaching of uh, the enlightened sages and continue their lowly a warlike existence. So if they make people fear and unhappy and suffer in any way and they do not repent, then they will have to be reincarnated again in such a lowly uh, planet where they suffer endless, endless torturing, physical, mental, emotional. There's untold suffering there. That's very scary. Most people, they don't understand that whatever they do to others here, they will repeat it afterward. Very sorry about that.
5: Yes, thank you, Master. Thank you. Welcome. Well, here's another question along the same lines. Um, as we know, for many millions of years on this planet, there were cycles of total destruction of civilizations over the course of uh, hundreds and thousands of years or so. Yeah. And every time the civilization came to its peak, a, a disaster happened, uh, for example, global warming or volcanic eruptions, and it destroyed all the achievements of the people, leaving no trace. But now our planet was elevated to a higher state of consciousness. Does it mean that the civilization won't be totally erased anymore and that the spiritual and scientific achievements will be uh, spared?
2: It's not always that uh, uh, when the world reach the peak of uh, civilization, then uh, the planet will be destroyed and all the achievement will be destroyed. It's not like that it's perhaps in our world but not in every world. This destruction only happens when our uh technological uh, development outweigh the spiritual uh, achievement so because our world as a whole has not elevated enough. At this elevation, is still new to humankind, so they are still struggling to forsake some of unwholesome habits and less positive traces. Our technology has uh, achieved the peak of it. Not yet, I mean, comparably speaking, to all the time. But then uh, our technology development is, is nothing really compared to many other planets. At least we we have been uh, developed (laughs) to some extent, and also we developed spiritually to some extent, but it's new, so mankind is still struggling, as I have told you. So if the struggle goes on for too long, then the so-called civilization can still be erased, and the highly awakened souls will rise to a higher world, and over there they will enjoy high-tech anyway while the lesser ones will reincarnate into another planet to start anew and evolve from there. The scientific achievements that our world has reached is not so grand anyway in comparison to other planets, but we could have better ones even if our spiritual levels rise up also at the same time. It's even more ideal if spiritual and scientific developments go hand in hand then destruction will never occur because humans would be enlightened enough to handle technological progress without causing harm to their surrounding and their lives and the lives of others involved in the same planet. So the main point is we have to develop spiritual also. When spiritual consciousness develops, for all the people on the planet, then we can call that planet a civilized planet, not technology alone.
6: Hello, Master. I have a question about the White Brotherhood. Can you explain more about how it was created? Was it created by God as a helping group, or was it created by the, these beings Deciding on, the, out of their own compassion, to go down to the lower levels to help the Earth.
2: That is from God. <laughs> That's created by God.
6: Thank you. You're welcome. Another question. Sure. Is it possible to create a spiritual shield over and around the planet Earth to eliminate the lower consciousness? I know we meditate; it's a personal shield. Is it possible to create a planet shield?
2: No. Sorry. Because if some people do not change their lowly conception, no shield is possible. No shield can against retribution of the bad karma. (laughs) There is no bargain in the karmic law. Sorry. It's very just, very strict. I wish I could create a shield. If we could create a shield, God would have done it already. (laughs) All the saints have done it already. We do what we can to give people the shield, yeah, personal shield. And then uh, later on, there's no more shield necessary even. If everybody uh, accepts the shield that I offer, yeah, then we don't even need to create a shield anymore because there will be no necessary, no calamity, no negative uh, happenings, nothing. You will live in heaven and save. So only the correction of negative habits can help to make this so-called shield. Yeah. The humans have to change to a better, nobler mentality. That's the only shield we can have. There's no bandage over the boys, you know, <laughs> the way we want to control every uh, bad happenings in the world. The law of retribution is just and has to be carried out to the maximum. When the illness comes from inside, we must treat it internally. (laughs) The humans have to change from within their heart, change from wrong to right. Deep down, they do know what is right, and they just have to change. We shall be patient. Okay, love.
7: Thank you, Master. Hi, I have a question. Is it possible for a being from the fifth level of conscious or even higher levels like sixth or seventh to descend on this earth in purpose of helping the earthlings or even to elevate their own level, but then under the heavy burden of this planet's karma and the low vibrations, They would sink into a dormant state, not knowing their origins, and keep coming back here without their will. Wow, it's scary.
2: The way you ask is scary. (laughs) No, I have told you, the six and the sevens and up, they do not come here. No, no, the six and seventh level people, they don't come here because they cannot bear the coarse energy of this world. It will hurt them too much, yeah? Unbearable. And the fifth level being comes with much sacrificial suffering and mostly endure prosecution and harm or die agonizingly in the hands of humans. But they will not be spiritually so deprived or oppressed as to continue their existence here against their will, you see heaven would not allow that to happen. They might suffer a lot while they are here, due to the human's infection of uh, bad retribution, the collective karma of human, but they will not remain here against their will. thank you, welcome
7: next question. Uh Can we use our free will to surpass the limits of our spiritual progress during this lifetime that were set before our birth here? For example, we are supposed to achieve only third level of consciousness, but thanks to Master's grace. But inspired by by her teachings, we set all our energies and prayers on to achieving the fifth level. Is it possible? It's possible.
2: That's the purpose, but not by praying. Meditation, yes. Selfless service, yes. These two will help in this. And uh, the Master will bring you to the fifth level. When you are initiated, there's no more limit to what level you can reach. The Master will help you to go up to the highest possible level, to the fifth level, that is, But, of course, you have to listen to the instruction, meditate, and uh, selfless love. (laughs) Good luck.
8: (laughs) Hi, Master. Hi. With global warming as a major threat, I think of dying daily. So when we die, we initiate and move on to another place. Will we remember connection with you, Master? Or will the curtain of forgetfulness be drawn again? I don't know why I'm so fortunate to be related with you now, but I have no conscious awareness of knowing you before. Will it be the same again, or will it be different next time? In other words, when we move from here, will we remember you?
2: There will be no more next time. You have to think positive to elevate others. You cannot think of dying all the time. There will be enough time for you to die later. Uh, You must help others to be strong and change for the betterment of themselves and the world. You cannot think of yourself right now. You are safe and you are protected, and I told you already from this life and the next, because you are my disciple. But in case you die and not remember me, I will remember you. I will not forget you. How can I? Huh? You call me every day. How would I forget? (laughs) Now be good and do good. But don't worry, you will remember. I'm the only master that you have. (laughs) Remember my promise to you that I will not leave you until you reach the fifth level of spiritual mastership. Don't worry. I always be with you. I will always be there. No matter where you go. Even if you go to hell, I will be there with you. Even if you go there, but you won't. Okay?
8: No, <laughs> oh, we're keeping the precepts here, here.
2: Yes. You're good. You're good.
8: Is there a reason for our past lives that we're here on Earth to help at such a crucial time for our planet? when uh, we have the choice of consciousness being raised or being demolished globally?
2: There is a reason for everything, okay? <laughs> but don't overestimate yourself. It's good enough that you could even help yourself. <laughs> Anything you do at all for the planet, don't count. <laughs> this is a duty.
8: All right, and then um, I'd like to know if it's possible what kind of souls were in the awful-looking bodies of the dinosaurs? Was it possible for them to evolve into more peaceful creatures? And did their collective negative karma cause their catastrophic extinction?
2: They were hellish souls and astral warlords. That's why they were what they were and behaved the way they did. Yes, it was their continual bad karmic, deeds and consequences that caused their mass extinction and the planetary catastrophe in their time. That was all they are doing. And if we are not careful, we are repeating the same history, even though we are not dinosaurs. Right. Right.
8: The last uh, statement is, uh, you have brought us instant enlightenment for our spiritual practice. Would it? be fair to say that going vegetarian is instant gratification for the earth by curbing global warming. Uh, You could say that,
2: yeah, you could say that if you like. Vegetarian is to save the planet and to be compassionate, anyway, we have to be.
9: Most beloved Master, thank you so much for everything. Just one question, how to improve our love for all beings so we won't hurt others physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually? How is this related to our spiritual practice? Thank you, Master. The reason
2: we have to love others and consider their benefit before ourselves, it is because that is noble way to behave. It's a way that we should behave. It's the only attitude that we should have. If you want to improve your <laughs> capability of being compassionate and considerate, then just imagine that you are in their shoes. Try to be in their shoes. Imagine if it were you. Then you know what other needs, yeah, and help accordingly. It's very simple. Try to imagine that you are that person.
9: Hi, Master. Hi. Happy to see you. (laughs) This question is uh, also about the human civilization. I was wondering from time to time why, among all living beings on this Earth planet. Only we human beings have to make so much adverse effect to the environment to survive. Yeah. For example, we have to cut trees to build a house, but wild animals, they don't need all this, they don't need a house, they don't need the clothes, they don't need the cars, they don't need a hospital and medicine, things like that. So why do we have to make so many changes to the environment? and the ecological sphere uh, to live a so-called civilized life. What was missing in the human society's civilization?
2: Yeah, yeah. Why? (laughs) Do not blame the humans so much. It is a physical world here. And because the physical world has so much pressure, they have to do many things to survive. The physical world's pressures force them to forget the connection with the divine, the inner glory. And they become more and more greedy as fear for survival glooms large in their lives. Though a human is so smart, but he let his head overrule his heart. But they could still change once they determine to improve. As they all have that heavenly spark of love within themselves. What missing here is a real spiritual practice and true divine value. As we helplessly drown in the whirlpool of existence, material things cloud themselves around us and blur our judgment and sway our better understanding survival pressure and allure of temptation of this world challenge and confuse our mind, taking up all our strengths and reasons, while leaving us not much time at all to even remember our God's power within, or to even know that it exists. That's why spiritual masters, daughters and sons of God have come to us again and again to help remind us of our splendor so that we uh, awaken and start the journey back home toward heaven where we truly belong while we are still living on this planet even. That's
9: what you're doing. (laughs) Thank you, Master. You're welcome. How to be a good resident of this planet while we are here? Thank you. Very easy, you know. Big veg, go
2: green, do good. <laughs> Better still seek enlightenment. Hi, Master. Hi. We are
0: very grateful to see you here.
2: It's nice to see you.
0: My question is, why we're promoting vegetarianism, and people think that vegetarian food is healthy and tasty, but s- some people still think that vegetarian food is not, not that healthy and uh, lack of nutrition, and at this point the government and the media still didn't do much to educate these people. So in your opinion, uh, how should we improve the situation?
2: Well, if you are not happy with the government or the press service, you can write to them. Hmm? You write to the government, write to the press. Tell them what you think. I have done my best. (laughs) I'm still doing it. So you do your part, okay? The thing is, the press also must first know about it. The government also must first experience about it before they can tell the people. Just like you are vegetarian first, and you practice the moral uh, lifestyle and compassionate uh, spiritual practice. Then you can go out and tell people, Look here! Yes, I know it works. I know vegetarian is healthy. I'm still alive. I feel good. I know spiritual practice is good for you. I do it and I benefit from it. So first, we must try it ourselves. But if you can write to your government and your press and tell them what you think, maybe they will rethink their policy, okay, and help the planet. Good idea. Hi, Master. Hi. Thinking about how lucky we
10: are to get enlightened by you, Master. Just for the compassion for the rest who are not so fortunate as us, is there any better way other than sending masters to the planet, knowing that even the greatest master come down here only limits people
2: would know. The masters come not to get followers but to elevate people's consciousness as a whole by their blessing and their uh, logical uh, explanation of the truth. The Master's high frequencies of consciousness, vibration and true teaching will uplift our being to a higher level of spiritual understanding and then they will evolve from there. If uh, some people follow and uh, practice the teaching, then they will get benefit. If not, they will take some other time. Yeah, they will take more time, maybe this life or the next. Thank you, Master. You're welcome. Um, I have another question. Sure. Um, dear Master, if
10: the earth does get saved, but how come people know it is the result of your help? They could turn around and accuse us of wearing the false alarm because the disaster didn't happen. So don't you think you should let the world know that you are
2: here as promised in Bible? You think they would uh, would believe what I say? (laughs) Should I sign a signature or something? (laughs) Say I'm the one, how do I tell them? Huh? Well, anyway, but deep in their soul, deep in their hearts, they would know it. As I do no harm in any case, I'm only telling the truth with scientific evidences even. If they turn vegetarian, go green, do good deeds, they will only gain a better world, better environment, and a nobler character. So in that case, uh, they have no, no reason to doubt me. In any case, anyway, there's no need to let the world know anything more than that. If they do good, the consequences will be good, and that they should seek enlightenment. What do I need of the empty glory and uh, approval of this transient world anyway? Besides, even if it's not for saving the, the world, it's a high time that the human race should rise to a higher level of consciousness anyway. They should be noble, kind, and compassionate. Be red, go green, do good. It's not just for the planet. It's for the whole human race and nobling spiritual merit and quality. They should do it. Just for the sake of being noble. Thank you, Master. Um, dear Master, on
10: this planet, 99% of the wealth is controlled in 1% of the population. Material wise, we are far advanced than our parents, grandparents, or earlier ancestors 100 years ago. But we are merely the slaves through our whole lives. Our lives are controlled by many poorly man made regulations, benefit for self profit organization. We do not want to live this way after the earth is saved. What is the point to save the earth and continue letting the system slaving us? So even the Aiden will come back
2: and how long the transition will have to tolerate it? Well, I told you already, we have to save the planet. So people have time to wake up. Some people sleep deeper than others. Your family member also sometimes, some people sleep very light. In case of emergency, you wake them up, they go out right away, or they wake up even before. And some people, it take a long time to wake them up. Right, so we have to wait for our family member. We cannot just say, okay, that guy, he sleeps so deep. Oh, well, I have to go out. I go out by myself. I don't want to wait for him. So after we save the planet, of course people will be different. Eh? They have to be different now in order to save the planet already. So your part is to be positive. Save the planet first, and things will change after. It's not you alone who can save the planet. It's the people who change their consciousness. If they go best, go green, do good, then that means they have changed for the better. Their consciousness has gone up a higher level. Then, of course, they merit the earth. And they could continue to live here, and their children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, etc. At that time, people will be in a higher level of consciousness and things will be clearer to them and to all. We will live in peace and love. You have to envision a positive world, the heaven on earth that you would like it to be. You have to envision the nobler world, the positive world, the beautiful world, the heaven world. Saving the world is a compassionate act. Even if the world is not saved, you are. You are saved by your loving kindness your merit will be multifold because you want to save others. This is the point that many of you still don't get. (laughs) If you want to save the world, if you want to do anything toward this goal, you are enlarging your nobility, your heavenly attribute. So if you spread the encouragement to save the planet, if you go veg, if you go green, if you do good deeds, you help others because of other beings lives on earth because you want to save their lives on earth then you have a saintly quality you reawaken your holiness it's not just about saving the physical planets and the physical lives it's also about how great you are for wanting to do so and actually partaking in this life-saving crusade Understand? Yes, thank you, Master. So if people do want to go west, go green and do good because they want to save the planet, then their spirit is noble. They have elevated themselves.
10: I have two more questions. Is craft circle man-made or made by UFO? This geometric pattern, either simple or
2: complex, looks very pretty, but do they have any meaning? I haven't seen one myself. <laughs> so now, I only watch TV and look at it sometimes. So why don't you sleep out in the field and one day you may uh, catch who did it and then ask them all the meaning and everything. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, Master, you have
10: mentioned Law of Universe. Um, one you already shared with us, you saw what you read. How many laws of the universe,
2: and um, what are they, can you share with us? The laws of the universe are simple. Hmm? Do what you want to be done to yourself in treating others. Treat others the way you want to be treated. That's it. And it condenses in the five precepts that uh, you are reminded at the time of initiation. Have a look at it again. You shall not harm any beings. You shall not take what doesn't belong to you. You shall not uh, commit uh, adultery. You shall not uh, tell lie, but tell the truth.
1: shall not take drugs, alcohol, intoxicants, etc. Thank you so much. Uh, Master, that was the last question. I just want you to let you know that we all love you here. Thank you so much.
2: You're welcome. And I hope you continue the way you're doing. Even if you cannot save the planets, you save yourself. Put it this way, if we cannot save the whole planet, we will be able to save some souls, yeah? The one that will uh, walk the way with us, the one that due to your diligent uh, spreading of the news, they will return to their original noble self. Those people will be saved, at least. Yes, Master, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. i see you next time, and I love you. Bye, Master, thank you. God bless you.
11: You are good people.
2: I'm proud of you.
12: to Vancouver thank you thank you how are you guys very good very good thank you so much for your love and blessings and great compassion and for spending your precious time with us master
2: you're welcome
12: with your permission would it be okay for us to begin our questions yes sure sure thank you
13: I love you master I love you too Master, first, uh, I'd like to share a story happened to me recently to express my sincere appreciation to you. About uh, two months ago, a car hit me down on the street when I was riding bicycle and the wheel ran over my left foot and the driver drove back And it ran over back on my foot again. And I was sent to hospital by the ambulance. And the doctor and the nurse said, there must be fractions in my foot. But after doing x-ray, my bone was in perfect condition. Uh, And... uh, I still can go shopping after that. And uh, they were so surprised and said, Wow, you have a really strong food. Yeah. But I know it's not about that. All of this is because Master takes care of me, loves me, and blessing me for every second. Millions thanks to you, oh, my dear master. I'm happy for you. Thank you, master. You mentioned we still have time to change the world. My question is, what's the relationship between the time of ice disappearing and the time of saving the planet? Thank you, master.
2: Mostly uh, the time of disappearing of the ice means also the spelling of trouble for our planet. Of course, it would be better if we already saved the planet before the ice melted. But uh, as it is, uh, we can only do the best we can and trying to inform everybody to save themselves by being vegetarian. If the ice melts quicker, then of course we have shorter time to save the planet. But nevertheless, uh, because people are joining a vegetarian diet, so we're going to get it and somehow fixed somewhere so that uh, the time would be uh, a little bit more lenient to us. Then we still can uh, manage to save the world. not complete and not as much as we wanted if we have more time. But still better than nothing.
14: Thank you, Master.
2: You're welcome.
14: Hi, you look so beautiful. I love you. Thank you, thank you. I know Master is working very hard day and night to save our planet. Master's grace will bless all living beings. We hope Master will also take care of your own health.
2: I tried, I tried.
14: The Mayan calendar predicted that the current human civilization will end on December 21st, 2012. Before this day, our planet and all humankind will go through a cleansing process such as a natural disaster of all kinds. During this period, All the bad elements uh, and the bad people will be cleansed away and the only good people will remain. Through this cleansing, the human spiritual consciousness will be awakened and enter a new era. Master, is our current situation a manifestation of this prediction? If we can survive the planet crisis this time, does it mean the spiritual level of all humans and co-inhabitants will be greatly uh, elaborated? Thank you, Master. The
2: current situation uh, is a kind of uh, similar to this prediction. And if we survive this crisis, then, of course, the people who survive would have been elevated somewhat, you know, in a spiritual uh, level, okay? And let's hope that they uh, keep uh, elevating more and more so that we can
15: have a better planet, better world. Hmm?
14: Thank you, Master. Welcome.
15: Dearest Master, I would like to mention a concern that we are having in Canada As a result of global warming, senior scientists have been telling us that by the year 2013, we will have lost 80% of our uh, forest here in British Columbia. Oh, terrible,
4: terrible. Yes,
15: eh, that's right. And uh, the result of this is a small little beetle about the size of a grain of sand. Called the mountain pine beetle. To date, we have lost almost 13 million hectares of forests to this little beetle, and in four short years, we have lost almost 50% of our great pine forests here in British Columbia. The result of this is that the dead trees left behind are now producing uh, five times more carbon dioxide into our atmosphere than all the planes, trains, trucks, and automobiles in the country combined. And many British Columbians now face the threat of forest fires and flooding due to this. Mm. And senior scientists are telling us that our best viable solution to this matter is by replanting our country. Yes. Uh, Reforestation. So my question to you, Master, is that should we in our Canadian Kuan Yin society, perhaps uh, our little family uh, focus some of our attention on this, uh, what is rapidly becoming a very important environmental concern in the hopes of saving our forests and the little animals that live in them. Thank you, Master.
2: Well, of course, you have to plant trees and all that. But... Planting tree alone is not the solution, because nature, as you see for yourself, has a way of balancing out the bad retribution that we have caused. Even if we plant more trees, there will be something else happening, or as you say, maybe wildfire or the beetle will be more in abundance, and then there will also begin to eat away all the forests. And Canada is a country that is valued for her forests. Yes. So this is a really terrible situation. My goodness, we are trying hard to do something and nature itself is doing something else also. Look like we keep racing forever. So um, the only thing is we have to be morally fit and have to be virtuous. Otherwise, there's no getting away from the retribution for whatever we do. As you can see that, my goodness. Even if we try to cut out a carbon dioxide from the cars and transportation and all that, and nature is doing something else to us because we are not taking care of our moral standard and our virtuous way of life has been lacking somewhat, to some degree. That's why I keep telling people, the only refuge we can take is in our own virtue. We have to be compassionate again. We have to look into our heart to live the noble way that heaven intended us to live. We cannot be killing anyone and animals and expect to live long. No matter what we do, we cannot run away from the retribution. As you sow, so shall you reap. Whatever we do, we'll have a reaction. And it depends on good or bad, the reaction will be good or bad. So planting trees are good, but the tree we plant will not be as big immediately like the tree that we have lost in this case and probably many other forests around the world which we have not discovered yet or that have not been reported. So planting trees alone is not the solution. It's not the absolute solution. We have to be vegetarians. The government will take care of it anyway. If the governments already know the problem with the forest, then I'm sure they will mobilize many force in the population or in the government or force to plant some more trees because uh, your group, no matter how many you are, it's not the whole Canada, <laughs> you can keep planting trees forever. It won't be enough. So maybe you just continue distributing the flyers yeah, of the SOS because in the SOS there's also alternative living solution. If they want to know more, if they really care about the survival of their lives and the lives of their loved ones, they will be locked on into other green uh, agency or into our website to find out more. Of course, plant trees is good, but I don't know if we have enough time to keep planting trees.
15: Yes, Master.
2: The only uh, refuge would be the virtues the noble way of living, that we have to adhere to heaven's standard of life. Otherwise, no matter what solution, there will be some other consequences coming. We've been planting trees, and we thought Canada is safe because they have a lot of forests, and now the beetles come from nowhere, and they're destroying your forest. I'm really as a loss now just too much, everywhere there's something that happened, you know, then we cannot compete with nature forever, except we are listening to her call to live in harmony with all beings, to live and let live, be vegetarian and be green. That's the utmost solution, the most important solution that we must take, and planting trees and all that is secondary.
15: Thank you, Master.
2: You're welcome.
16: (laughs) Some of the benefits of a vegetarian diet lowers blood pressure, lowers cholesterol levels, reduces type 2 diabetes, prevents stroke conditions reverses atherosclerosis, reduces heart disease risk 50%, reduces heart surgery risk 80%, prevents many forms of cancer, stronger immune system, increases life expectancy up to 15 years, higher IQ. Saves 70% of the total cost of $40 trillion U.S. dollars for reducing global warming. Uses 4.5 times less land to grow food. Conserves up to 70% clean water. Saves 80% of the cleared Amazonian rainforest from animal grazing. A solution for world hunger. Free up 3.4 billion hectares of land. Free up 760 million tons of grain every year. Half the world's grain supply. Consumes one-third fossil fuels of those used for meat production. Reduces pollution from untreated animal waste. Maintains cleaner air. Saves 4.5 tons of emissions per U.S. household per year. Stop 80% of global warming. Plus more. So
2: happy to see you again. Me too. Happy to see you. <laughs> see all Master. of you. You all look well. I'm happy.
13: Master, vegetarian diet can stop eighty percent of global warming. So we need more and more people to be vegetarians. Yes. Yeah, sure. My question is, China has the largest population in the world. With this opportunity, Master, could you please say something to China about global warming and vegetarian diet? Thank you, Master. You are Chinese, right? <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> okay, for you. I would say it, of course. Please, the people of China, be watch, go green, to save the planet. That's all I can say to everybody. Be vegetarian, be green, be compassionate. Just one step, be watch, and you will be able to save your country. Hmm? Okay. I think they know. Yeah, they know. And. Uh, I think the government of China know. I think they're going to have to act soon if they want to save their country and people. Okay. You're happy now?
13: <laughs> happy. Thank you. Thank you, Master.
2: I hope the people of China are listening.
13: Hi, Master. Very happy to see you.
2: Hi.
14: Hi. Um, my question is, um, in the novel while, the book, Master states that lots of our in-cohort animal friends, um, they
11: have really high noble
14: qualities.
7: Some yeah. of them
14: even have um, higher NQ than average human. Master, yeah. I'm just wondering, um, do animals also know the problem of global warming and climate change? Um, Are they doing anything to help us save um, our beautiful planet?
2: Thank you. The animals, they know about it, of course, but there's not much they can do for us. They do worry, but uh, what can they do? We are supposed to be the intelligent one, yes? The leader of the pack, the crown of the creation. Hmm? And we are not trying to do much. Well, not fast enough. How would you expect the animal to do anything to help us? We are killing them to eat. How are they going to even have a chance to do anything to help us? Huh? Well, they are trying their best, you know, to sound the warning bell and warning by disease and even death en masse. But I don't know how many of us are listening. The thing is, we have to listen to the animals, even if they tell us, but we have to listen. They try to warn us, but we have to take the sign, okay? What can the animals do? Hmm? They're trying to help us, but we're trying to kill them. It's a very sad affair. Ah. We humans have to do everything we can. Huh? not waiting for the animals. They are already dying, dying, dying. You know, numerous of them are dying every day. And they are warning us by all kinds of disease. Some fish even go on the beach, you know, hundreds of them at the same time and dying there. And so many other signs in the nature, so many animal signs, but we have to listen. It's not the animals, it's us.
13: Thank you, Master.
11: Hi, now, sir. Our hearts are really big today. We can feel your love. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I live on Vancouver Island, and of course we are surrounded by water. And I've been tired for some time now, and I'm wondering if it is the methane because I live on this island, or maybe I'm overworking. I don't know. But I am wondering how significant is the
2: methane amount around Vancouver Island and
11: on the west coast of Canada? And if it's big, what else can we do? Help us. Have you been overworking? Yes, that too.
2: I I, I work very hard. More than before or usual?
11: No, more than before.
2: So it could be that you are tired because of that. Yes, but also it's true that Methane has been also released to some percentage into the atmosphere. The scientists have told us that, so it could be both, okay? Well, I don't know what to tell you, sweetheart, more than what I have been telling already. It's not you, it's not our group, it's uh, the mass of people out there on the planet that we cannot all talk heart-to-heart to to tell them about this situation, even though they know already. Some either don't want to bother about it, something takes a longer time, and something is too late, and some say, Oh, nonsense, you know, it doesn't matter. So we are still trying hard to talk to the people at large, and you and I can only hope that people will turn more to virtuous living and uh, more compassionate uh, lifestyle. Then maybe we can help to save them and us.
11: Thank you. Thank you, Master.
2: Thank you. You're welcome.
3: Hi, dear Master.
2: Yeah, hi. How are you? Hi.
3: Please advise us how best to cultivate love and compassion for our co-inhabitants. We thought we would begin with little insects in our backyard, the gophers, the mice, and the slugs. Um, Thank you, Master. Sure,
2: sure. We do what we can. Yes. Karatee begins at home. Of course, if you see the birds in the garden and they have nothing to eat in the surroundings, especially in, in winter where there's no more berries and fruit or harvest, you know, around, you give them some food, okay? Or whatever, whatever you think you can do for any beings in your backyard. Please do it. And then we move to the front yard.
3: <laughs> we try our best to share.
4: <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Thank you, Master.
17: Hello, Master. Hello. I've been admiring your talk. It's very heavenly. I believe we each have something different to bring to the table. And I have grand visions for myself. The visions is uh, so vast and large that they seem to become overwhelming. And I struggle to determine what is my true purpose. Right. I find myself having faith but lacking the steam to take action. How to fulfill my divine purpose? What would you suggest?
2: What kind of action do you like to take, for example, that you have no steam for it?
17: Well, I find myself having visions of integrating systems for cities, um, ideas such as concerning energy efficiency, um, organic recycling systems, educational systems, coordinating community projects to improve our children's future amongst many other ideas that come to my mind. So I'm asking, Master, do you have any insights or suggestions on how uh, to fulfill my divine purpose?
2: You live there (laughs) and you cannot do it. What am I to do? I have already thousand and one projects. Yeah? (laughs) I have hardly time (laughs) for anything. And sometimes I forego my sleep, forego my food already. And you just take care of one corner of your world and you ask me. You do one thing at a time, brother. You do one thing at a time. When you you think which one is the most urgent, you try that first, okay? And try the small goal first, and then you succeed, and then you go to the next. Don't take on such a big uh, project, and then if you fail, you feel miserable, and everything else will fall apart. Master. You're welcome. If you have some good, uh, an ideal purpose, an uh, ideal goal, please try it out. Hmm? Try the easy one first. I wish you all the luck.
12: Dear Master, how could I rescue the dogs in China? The dogs are suffering so greatly, and there are too many dogs. I'm helpless.
2: What happened to the dog there?
12: The dogs are being skinned alive. Oh, God. Jesus.
2: Oh, dear heaven. I don't know how this can happen in our civilized society. And in such a great country like China with 5,000 years or more of uh, civilization and culture. I'm also helpless like she is it is maybe the economic situation that forced people to turn their blind eyes to their heart i don't see how any normal human being could do such a wicked evil deed to any other living being i don't know how the world turned the blind eyes to this i don't know how the government turned the blind eyes to this either Ah, terrible, terrible things. I told you, this world is like almost half hell to some people. In some corner of the world, things are not right. We all talk about human rights and being kind and all that, but in some corner of the world, these things are still just a talk, just a dream. If we are unkind to the animals, then we will reap the unkind result in the long run. Or sometimes, immediately, people don't know that. Maybe no one told them that. That's why they do this kind of utterly despicable action to a helpless animal and so faithful and good, loving creature like dog. I don't know how we call ourselves human beings and we're not humane. I do hope the government of China, one day will just stop this, or stop it immediately, stop it yesterday already. I do hope all the animals, lovers, animals protecting organizations in the world will get together somehow and have to take care of these matters. Otherwise, I'm afraid the people who do this to the dogs will be more pitiful than the dogs themselves. Whatever they do to the dog, they will reap it nine times, ten times more. And they don't know that. We have to also pray for these people, otherwise they will not know where they're going after they die. They really don't know what they're doing. Maybe they do know, but because they have no other job to do, they have to do this. But whatever excuses, this is the most evil thing that I can think of. I think they better stop it. Somehow, somebody had to stop them.
14: Hello, Master. Thank you so much for taking care of me for so many years. As you know, we have people in this world who eat vegetarian food, vegan food, vegan raw food, and even only rely on water or air. They use less and less resources and are more and more independent in the current society. My question is, is this a kind of process we need to go through after entering the Golden Age?
2: No, we don't have to go through this to enter the Golden Age, but it would help if people become vegetarian, that's the main point, because immediately you tell them to be a breatharian or fruitarian, <laughs> I don't think they can bear, yeah? So now vegan, yeah, the best. We have enough food, we have enough resource in the world to feed everybody, as long as we don't abuse it. You know, we don't kill animals for food, because that process, costing the earth and causing the pollution, and we're going to be in danger. we are already in danger because of that, because of the killing process. The golden age doesn't require people to live on air only. But for health purpose, some people do choose to be raw, yeah? A raw vegetarian. Or maybe even just a liquid consumer. They put raw food in a processor or in a blender and then they just drink it like that. Or they just take juice. Yes, or they just take fruits. Yes, or they just take prana, meaning the energy around you, in the air, from the earth, from the sun. These are energy they call prana in Sanskrit. And some people do live on that. And that's okay too. Hmm? If you can, you try that. But do not harm yourself, because some people are not able. Okay? It depends on uh, what kind of spiritual level you are. There are several kinds of uh, people who can be breatharian. The people who have done that before, other lifetime. the people who in other lifetime, never give any food to anybody else, you know, like not charitable, then in this lifetime they don't have the merit of food. Their food account empty. So they have to go breatharian, and for them it's easy also. And another kind of people who are spiritually high and they want to be breatharian, that they can do also, yeah. okay? Easier if, if in a former life you did it already, or in a former life you never uh, give uh, food to people who are hungry who came to your door. So it's good that you are vegan, uh, raw, or blending food or <laughs> fruitarian, is good enough already, for my humble opinion. And if you can go breatharian, yeah, go ahead. Okay? Just don't harm yourself. You go until you can. Yeah? And if you see that your body reacts and it's no good and you weaken and you're sick, then stop immediately. Okay? Anything fanatic is no good. You have to see how you can go and what you can do. Okay? There's no need to go to extreme of any kind. All right, you can try that. You can try breatharian if you want. Do some research so that you know what to do. But uh, during the last retreat, I told them already, uh, like generally, how. Okay? So maybe uh, if you interest, interested, you can watch that tape. Then you will consider whether you want to be uh, living on air or not. Okay? Yes. You don't have to just live on air. You can live from the energy, from the earth that you walk on, yes, and the air around you from the sun. And also you can be nourished by your own energy inside, and you can also be nourished by the divine power within you, okay, by the love of God.
16: Vegetarianism in Religion
18: the Baha'i Faith. Regarding the eating of animal flesh and abstinence therefrom, know thou of a certainty that, in the beginning of creation, God determined the food of every living being, and to eat contrary to that determination is not approved. Selections from the Baha'i Writings of some aspects of health and healing.
16: Buddhism. All meats eaten by living beings are of their own relatives. Lankavatara Sutra. Also after the birth of the baby care must be exercised not to kill any animal in order to feed the mother with meaty delicacies, and not to assemble many relatives to drink liquor or to eat meat. Because, at the difficult time of birth, there are innumerable evil demons, monsters and goblins, who want to consume the smelly blood. By ignorantly and adversely resorting to the killing of animals for consumption, they bring down curses upon themselves, which are detrimental to both the mother and the baby. Garba Sutra Be careful during the days immediately after someone's death, not killing or destroying or creating evil karma by worshiping or offering sacrifice to demons and deities, because such killing and slaughtering committed or such worship performed or such sacrifice offered would not have even an iota of force to benefit the dead, but would entwine even more sinful karma into previous karma, making it even deeper and more serious. Thus delay his rebirth to a good state, Karma means retribution. garba Sutra. Gaudai. The most important thing is to stop
18: killing, because animals also have souls and understand like humans. If we kill and eat them, then we owe them a blood debt. Teachings of the Saints.
16: Christianity. Meats for the belly and the belly for meats, but God shall destroy both it and them. Holy Bible.
18: And while the flesh was yet between their teeth, ere it was chewed, The wrath of the Lord was kindled against the people, and the Lord smote the people with a very great plague. Holy Bible
16: Confucianism All men have a mind which cannot bear to see the sufferings of others. The superior man, having seen the animals alive, cannot bear to see them die. Having heard their dying cries, he cannot bear to eat their flesh. Mencius Essenes
18: I am come to end the sacrifices and feasts of blood. And if ye cease not offering and eating of flesh and blood, the wrath of God shall not cease from you. Gospel of the Holy Twelve
16: Hinduism Since you cannot bring killed animals back to life, you are responsible for killing them. Therefore, you are going to hell. There is no way for your deliverance. Adelila
18: He who desires to augment his own flesh by eating the flesh of other creatures lives in misery in whatever species he may take his birth.
16: Mahabharata anew Islam. Allah will not give mercy to anyone except those who give mercy to other creatures. Hadith
18: Do not allow your stomachs to become graveyards of animals. Hadith
16: Jainism: A true monk should not accept such food and drink as has been specially prepared for him involving the slaughter of living beings. Sutrakatanga
18: Judaism. And whatsoever man there be of the house of Israel Or of the strangers that sojourn among you That eateth any manner of blood I will even set my face against that soul That eateth blood And will cut him off from among his people Holy Bible Blood meaning flesh
16: Sikhism Those mortals who consume marijuana, flesh, and wine No matter what pilgrimages, fasts, and rituals they follow They will all go to hell Guru Granth Sahib
18: Taoism Do not go into the mountain to catch birds and nets, nor to the water to poison fishes and minnows. Do not butcher the ox that plows your field. Tract of the Quiet Way
16: Tibetan Buddhism The offering to the deities of meat obtained by killing animate beings is like offering a mother the flesh of her own child. And this is a grievous failure, the supreme path of discipleship.
18: Zoroastrianism Those plants, I, Ahura Mazda, or God, rain down upon the earth to bring food to the faithful and fodder to the beneficent cow. Avesta.
2: Everybody knows that vegetarian diet is good for health and to save the planet. They will be awakening their own great compassionate, loving self nature, and then their level of consciousness will rise up automatically and they will understand more than they ever did and they'll be closer to heaven than what they are right now.
6: Hello, Master. Hello. I'm so happy. Uh, You mentioned in a teleconference in Seattle that even we have enough vegetarian people to balance the bad karma of killing, still two-thirds or half of the population of the planet will be vanished. My question is, does that mean those meat-eating people have absolutely no chance to survive and some vegetarian people have to die as well? Who will survive besides the disciples, since not all our family members and loved ones are initiated and won't be initiated in near future? How much chance do they have to survive if they change to vegetarian? Thank you, Master. Well,
2: I never say that uh Two thirds or half of the people will vanish if we have enough vegetarian to balance that come of killing. I say if we don't have then two thirds of people will vanish. You miss the word don't. One word missing. Sorry, Master. I'm telling you, if we have enough people to be vegetarian, like two thirds of the world are vegetarian, then we can save the planet. At least these two-thirds. And if your family member became vegetarian too, then they also included in that. Suppose they are not vegetarian and they die. Of course, uh, the master power, we also have to regulate their karma and take care of them accordingly. Okay? Thank you, master. I love you
6: with all my heart. Thank you. I love you too. Hello, master. Hello. How are you?
17: I'm great, master. Thank you. Master, we are talking often about human race and galaxy, but besides humans, what other races are there? We don't know even the basic knowledge about our neighbors. What are the human characteristics that distinguish us from other species? For example, the big eyes, are they humans also? Or what other race are they? Uh, what are their main characteristics? Is it the physical body or the mental, emotional makeup that distinguishes us from other species? Thank you.
2: Dear man, we don't even know our own neighbor next door to you. (laughs) Of course, we don't know other neighbors in the galaxy. (laughs) Do you know your neighbors very well? Not too well. don't. (laughs) might not even say hello in the big city. They don't even have neighbors. They don't even know what neighbors look like sometimes don't even see neighbors. Uh, sometimes you hear the story in the newspaper or television that there's a so-and-so man or woman who has been dead in their apartment for two years and nobody even discovered. Until something happens, they, they will break the door and come in and see that he's dead, recently even, in England. So uh, the question about galactic beings we leave it for another time, okay? Let's save our planet first. How about that? And after we save the planet, we will have time to invent many other things like UFO or the like, and then we can go visit all the planets, and then you will see them for yourself, if we live that long. Otherwise, after we leave this physical body, we will go to heaven, and from there you can have like a general look out in all the galaxies in the universe, and then you will know for yourself. Because there are so many, many, and their characteristics are so varied as well. Some like humans, some are not. So I tell you, practice well, and then we go up there and have a cool look. You know, from the top of the mountain or from the top of the tower, we can look better than from the ground. Right now we concentrate on informing people to be vegetarian, to save the planet. Okay? Yes, Master. You and I are old already. Maybe we live a little bit uh, to see the day when they invent something new for us to go to see other galaxies. I hope we can. Okay?
11: Bonjour maître, Bonjour, beloved and precious master. How are oh, of... you chocolate? <laughs> Fine, thanks. <laughs> I hope I'm sweet too. <laughs> uh, yeah, you are sweet. Thank you. You are so precious, master. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for the privilege of that moment with you.
2: Thank you, love.
11: I have noticed that too many people... ...carry the misconception that if we don't eat the animals, they will overcrowd us. How can we dispel that myth in the public's mindset? Nonsense. Secondly, they also tend to think, where can we relocate the animals... ...since there is barely enough space for us humans... How can we help them live a natural life? Oh, nonsense. The
2: problem now is not that we don't have enough room for them, but there are many endangered species even. The proof is that we have endangered species, even though we don't eat them. Those endangered species are not all the ones that we eat them. You see, the reason we have so many cows and pigs, chickens, etc., because we raise them. We breed them, we even force them breeding until they could not even breed no more, and they could even walk even. Even dogs, they do that, so that they can sell more. They force some dogs to, to bear children until she cannot walk no more. It's unnatural. The same process with cows and pigs and all that. And that's also the reason why cows and pigs have so many diseases, because this unnatural process of breeding and also a natural process of raising them. They crowd them in a factory farm, you know, in a little square. They could not even turn around, except putting their head in front to eat, that's it. They could not even turn around. So the reason we have many cows and pigs because we breed them. If we don't breed them anymore in the future, then we don't have to worry about animals, don't have no, enough room, you know. There are many endangered species. They are dying a lot every day now. Like 270 of them disappearing every day, and we're not even eating them. So, before we came, the animals were there already. And if the natural has a way to take care of the planet, yeah, everything will be done according to a natural law. We should not worry about that. And those animals that we have already now, like cows and pigs, that we have to treat them kindly until they leave the physical body naturally, the way we do. Otherwise, heaven will not forgive us anymore, because we are not very kind, we are not fit to truly be called human, if we continue doing that. Also, we're killing the planet anyway, and we will go, animals and humans, all go together. Thank you so much, Master. You tell them about the endangered species. It's just talking nonsense. No, so they have excuse to eat meat. We should make excuse to be kind and good. Not make an excuse to be bad. That's what I think.
19: Some of the diseases related to meat consumption and/or production: Q fever, norovirus, swine flu, Ebola restin virus. Cured meats and fish increase leukaemia risk in children. Antibiotic-resistant superbug infections from a strain of Staphylococcus aureus. Blue tongue disease. E. coli. Salmonella. Bird flu. Mad cow disease or creutzfeldt jakob disease. 90% of the population at risk. Pig's disease or PMWS. Listeriosis. Shellfish poisoning. Pre-eclampsia, Campylobacter, Clostridium difficile, diseases hidden in healthy appearing livestock, some of the costs of meat eating. Infertility, eating just one serving of meat per day increases the risk of women's infertility by 32%, with additional meat consumption increasing the risk. Heart disease, over 17 million lives lost globally each year. Cost of cardiovascular disease is at least one trillion U.S. dollars a year. Cancer, colon, rectal cancer: over one million new colon cancer patients diagnosed each year. More than six hundred thousand colon cancer-related mortalities annually. In the United States alone, colon cancer treatment costs about six point five billion U.S. dollars. Millions of people are newly diagnosed with other meat-related cancers every year. Diabetes. 246 million people are affected worldwide. An estimated US$174 billion US dollars spent each year on treatment in just the United States. Obesity. Worldwide, 1.6 billion adults are overweight, with 400 million more who are obese. Costs $93 billion U.S. dollars each year for medical expenses in the United States alone. At least 2.6 million people die annually from problems related to being overweight or obese. Environmental uses up to 70% of clean water, pollutes most of the water bodies, deforests the lungs of the earth, uses up to 43% of the world's cereal, uses up to 85% of the world's soy, causes world hunger and wars, 80% cause of global warming, plus more.
16: Some of the costs of milk consumption Cowpox from milking cows Bacterial microbes, pesticides and enzymes found in cheese derived from the inner stomach linings of other animals Up to 80% of the calories in cheese are from pure fat Breast, prostate and testicular cancer from hormones present in milk Hysteria and Crohn's disease Hormones and saturated fat leads to osteoporosis, obesity, diabetes and heart disease, linked to higher incidences of
2: multiple sclerosis, classified as a major allergen, lactose intolerance,
19: plus
10: more.
19: For more urgent information, please visit www.suprememastertv.com forward killers.
0: Hi Master, thank you for being with us today. Welcome. My question is in regards to karma and its impact on our spiritual growth. In yeah. addition to the karma we bring upon ourselves, is it true that we take on the karma of our relatives, spouses, and their relatives? And besides more meditation, what can we do to burn off this karma for ourselves and our family members? And How can we perceive it from a point of view of compassion rather than a burden? Thank you, Master.
2: It's difficult, of course. Whoever is related to us is automatically that we have to bear, you know, somehow their karmic burden. But if it's love, then we bear it with gladness, yes? I know it's difficult, but that's the way it is. We cannot just... uh, say, well, her sin has nothing to do with me, and then we just close our eyes and finish. It doesn't work like that. If we love somebody or we interact in a, a friendly way with somebody, somehow our merit will be shared with that person. And that's why one person practice, Even five, six, seven, nine generation benefited. Yeah, the, This generation and the generation next and the one already deceased. And also we will benefit our society by being practitioner because of our merit. Okay? The reason it is shared, because we also share everything in this world together. We share the food. Everybody contributes something to the society and we are using it too. So somehow it is related with each other and it depends on how big the merit you have how big your spiritual power, your loved one or friends will benefit more or benefit less. I'm sorry if you feel a burden. It should not feel that way. The people who are not practicing spiritually, who don't walk the path that you're walking, you should feel more sorry for them. And whatever you can give them, you should. It will be done automatically somehow anyway unless you don't want to relate to anybody, okay, you go into the forest, you eat uh, dry leaves and, you know, picking berries and all that, then maybe you have uh, less to share. (laughs) But the purpose of spiritual practice is not just to keep it all to ourselves, my love. The purpose is to give. Just like we earn money, if we have a lot of money or we have more than enough, we should share. Uh, we should feel sorry for the people who are not spiritually inclined because they are the miserable one. They have big time to lose. We have spiritual value. We have spiritual power to lean on. We are lucky. Okay? So feel lucky and feel compassionate for the one who are not that lucky.
0: Understood. Thank you, Master.
20: Hello Master. Hello. I have some questions about my meditation practice. Specifically since last winter I've had increasing difficulty with it. And this has been very disheartening to me. I'm feeling really blocked right now in my progress and in my connection to you and the higher aspects of myself. And I know that previously you've talked about there being different types of entities that can affect a spiritual practitioner. And I'm wondering if that's possibly part of what's happening to me, especially given the nature of my inner and outer experiences, or if it's simply the, the negative tendencies of my mind that are playing tricks on me. Uh, in either case, I ask for your help in clearing these obstacles and in reestablishing a, an alignment to get my, my meditation practice back on track. Uh, thank you, Master.
2: I don't know why you are talking so down upon yourself. You look very handsome and good and (laughs) aligned to me. Thank you, Master. What is wrong, honey? What is actually wrong?
20: I think part of the connection with why this happened back in winter has to do with uh, the announcements that came out that you made about the situation with global warming. And that almost set up a panic response in me and uh, there were other contributing factors.
2: Oh, I see. You look like a tough guy to me.
20: (laughs) Thank you. uh...
2: You look like a guy who don't always take uh, obstacle for an answer. Hmm? You look like you're going to be okay. Everybody have a little black cloudy day sometime, and if you do feel a little run down, well, you you let yourself be that, and then uh, try to get something else going, yeah? If you're stuck here, you go open other door. <laughs> God say that uh, when God uh, close one door, He opens the others. <laughs> Okay, so it might be something you need to go through in order to learn to be maybe sympathetic to somebody else in the future who has the same situation with you, and then you can comfort him or her, who knows. And I think that's almost behind you already. That's why you're still sitting there and being so articulate about your feeling. At least you know what's wrong. When we know where it's painful, we can always massage that area or put some balm on it. So now uh, we have an urgent situation here. We need you to go out and do something, telling people that, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Uh, the house is on fire, wake up. Try to get people out of the fire. It's not only me and you that sit sitting here. There are billions of people out there who need your help. Yes, you are not born here for nothing. You are here so that you can help the planet. Yes. Of course, the negative power will try to tell you the other way, you know. But don't listen to it. Don't bother about your mood. Just do what is good and stop what is bad. That's all there is. Only two ways to do: do good, <laughs> stop bad. Okay. Right now, the best thing we do is go out and distribute information or telling people. Or oh, make a seminar in your backyard, whatever. Get your neighbor together, drinking tea, and tell them what not. Okay. Tell them about what do and what don't. And uh, even, even if they don't listen to you, at least you're doing your best. And when you die, you feel you have discharged your obligation, you've been worthwhile of your human life, and you are a noble being. That's all important, okay? Not all people will listen to us. It's not about people only, it's about us whether we try our best, okay? to help people.
20: Okay, thank you very much, Master.
2: You know, we plant a tree for 10 years and suddenly it blooms and suddenly the fruits will be there. We just keep watering the plant. We just keep doing what we do. Okay, thank you.
20: Okay, thank you very
2: Stop much, guys. Master. <laughs> it's okay. You'll be doing it. You'll be, you'll be finding.
12: Hi, Master. Hi, hi. Beloved Master, Humanity has pushed so many beautiful birds and animals and other wonderful creatures into extinction. Will there be a way that we can amend this in the near future after we stabilize our beautiful planet? And how can we make up for this tremendous loss, especially to the animals?
1: Well,
2: we just have to remind everybody, you see? to be veg and to be kind to the animals. That's the only way we can protect them. And then later on, maybe they will recover themselves again. Uh, I read some news somewhere today, I think in flying news, that some dolphin yeah, who has been protected has reproduced again <laughs> in better number, Yeah. So it's possible with other species if we just protect our environment and. Uh, we turn our heart into a compassionate way of life, then like attract like, you see? If we treasure life, then life will be coming back in abundance. Yeah I'm also sorry like you because some beautiful animals, some beautiful species are just gone. If we don't do anything to protect the animals and the planet, maybe in the future we will be only looking at them from photos. Like a history. You know, like dinosaur or something. Yes, I'm also very sorry and concerned like you are. But we are doing what we can. Huh? Yeah, that's why we are doing it. That's why we uh, distribute alternative living flyers and SOS flyers and all that. And we're doing what we're doing, yeah? Seminar, vegetarian and all that. It's just for this, for protecting the species and protecting human.
12: Yes, thank you, Master.
20: Hello Master Hello. Before I came to you I was initiated uh, from other Master mm. And uh, last time he was here uh, And I went to see him uh, My question is Am I riding two bikes?
2: If you prefer with us Then you just stay with this method Alright?
20: Both methods is the same
2: The same? Then it's okay Continue
20: I would like to stay with you.
2: Okay, then please stay. You're welcome. <laughs>
17: Thank you.
2: You're very welcome. Yes, maybe your affinity is with me, okay? That's why you came. Hmm. So it's all right. Welcome home.
20: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Master.
2: You're
14: welcome, Lord. Hello, Master. Yeah, hello. I have a question. Yesterday, when I came back to the meditation hall, I watched a videotape. Then suddenly there were tears in my eyes, and I said to myself that I love you so much and I want to hurt you. Um, But that feeling has gone very quickly. I have a lot of love for the animals. I hope that they will live peacefully. And people will stop killing them. But the feeling also go quickly after the why. Uh, could you please explain to me why? Thank you.
2: Yeah, because you are distracted by many other things in this world. Yes? You cannot always be thinking of one thing all the time. So whenever you have the good feeling you enjoy it, yeah and then you go meditate and you will have it again next time.
7: Yes, Master.
2: No problem. Try your best, that's all, okay? Yeah. thank you. Of course, it's it's not easy to keep the loving feeling all the time because so many things around you always keep you occupied, yeah? But your heart is always loving, don't worry. The feeling may be gone, but the essence of it is still always there, okay? It we'll come back again when you are less busy. <laughs> Hello, Master. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great.
8: Thank you. My question is regarding Eden on Earth. Um, it's really inspiring to envision Eden um, on Earth. So we would like to know more about this beautiful future of our planet. Um, what would the uh, social system look like? Will the money system be replaced by something better, like a system based on abundance and the love, where people offer their service and the product, uh, products to the community, and at the same time, they will have all they need to live on? Is this achievable within our generation how do we begin to create um, Eden on Earth? We are so looking forward to it. Thank you, Master.
2: I told you all this already from all the planets so that you can drool about it. <laughs> and now if our planet catch up with a similar spiritual elevation, then it will be like that too. Yes? It will be like Eden on Earth where everyone has equal access to community service as well as community resource, and everything will be distributed evenly, and everyone will be respected and loved and taken care of exactly like the next one, or the last one, or the first one. Yes. Let's hope it happens soon. Yes. And then we can uh, invent many, many machines, many other non-pollutant apparatus so we can travel a million light years away from the earth and visit our neighbor planets and all that, or even immigrate there. It would be more fun than what we are having right now. Yes. As soon as the human being begins to be more compassionate, more loving, and more true to themselves, to their loving, great self, to, to the God within themselves, then... Nothing is impossible. Everything that they cannot even imagine will happen. Yes. Right now we try very hard, cost a lot of money to go to Mars, just take a little few little dirt to come back. No, that's nothing. In the future, we just fly to every corner of the universe, visiting anybody we want. You know, physically, also spiritually. Spiritually, right now, many of us already visiting other planets, and that is okay. That is for us. But we could even invent many other uh, instruments so that we can fly all over the universe en masse together, like we're doing with aeroplane now, like uh, taking an aeroplane to Europe or taking an aeroplane to America. In the future we will take in similar to aeroplane, but we will use our thought, power of the mind to control, and then we just go anywhere, not just uh, on this planet not just a neighbor in Mars or Moon, but far, much farther in the corner of the universe. And we will discover so many things, so many beautiful, interesting corners of uh, our galaxy or the next galaxy that would take our breath away. Right now we're just like crawling on the, on the ground. <laughs> we fly a little bit in the cloud, but that's it. You know, it's not much interesting. Anyway, well, I'm also hoping to see that day, you know, while I'm alive. But if not, uh, it's okay. It don't matter. We can fly ourselves individually. Thank you. You're welcome.
12: Thank you so much for all your precious time in sharing it with us and all your love and blessings and compassion. We love you very, very much. I love you too. <laughs> right. Thank you. Thank you, Master. And uh, be loved,
2: be blessed. See you soon.
12: See you soon. Bye!
2: Thank you for what you've been doing to save the planet.
12: Thank you. Thank you, 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 Master.
9: Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.